Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. They're not there yet. Old School on a Friday. It's Beat Wisconsin Week. Beat the Badgers Week. I like the sound of that, DP. Yeah, let's get into that. We're live at Bourbon Street again, 8th and R. Uh, they offer daily uh, Louisiana crawfish, no crab, shellfish of all kinds, and house-made andouille sausage, just to name a few. It's open Tuesday to Sunday from 4 o'clock to 10 o'clock. Reservations can be made by calling 531-254-5749 or emailing bourbonstreet at the single barrel. Dot com. Great option for uh, to-go orders anytime. Uh, they can customize the order any size, pack it up with all the goodies, complete with instructions for preparation at home. And, again, it's not just seafood. They offer, I mean, you, you, you can get the fried catfish, fried shrimp, but you can get cheeseburgers, chicken strips. You can get uh, Alfredo with chicken, shrimp, salmon. Um, they've got desserts. They've got cheesecake, turkey. Uh, they've got turtle or white chocolate raspberry cheesecake. This place is awesome. So, you know, I'm going to – I'm allowed all the protein I want as long as it's not fried. You know, I, I took uh, – people always are curious, can you take this stuff to go? The answer is yes. I took – last time we were here, me and Jay were here, and I took, yes. a, I took a big boil to go, and it was delicious. It kept warm in the container it was in, took it home to the house, had it with the wife, and we had a great, great dinner. So you can eat it here, which is awesome. You got, you got tables ready for you. You got the – the sheet's down on them for you to go to town, get a little messy. But if you need to take it home, take it home. Well, I did. The, the, the very first remote we did here when they reopened, uh, they had a boil that they cre- that they packaged. Uh, and I believe that was a holiday weekend. And it might have been Labor Day weekend. Okay. And I took this big tray of food home. And it took me four days to eat <laughs> everything in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was amazing, like it, the fact that it traveled, it yeah, traveled, well, it traveled well. It's delicious. So um, to the text, I want to, I want to address this. It said, uh, the texter says, I finally got to check in with you guys. Shocking news. You're moving the goalpost from Mickey again. <sighs> Let me be clear. The goalposts were never st- settled in. They were never, st- they were not put in any place for Mickey. The goalposts were never, ever stable. They were always moving. The entire situation was moving. It was mobile. It was fluid. It's not set up for success, especially for immediate success. Don't, don't throw that, you know, hey, we're giving Mickey a pass and we're moving the goalposts for him. No, none of that's true. The reality is, in this situation, the situation was so bad that this program wrote a check to get somebody to stop coaching here. Hmm. That the talent level and the production was, was at such a low level that they needed immediate change. And they needed a caretaker to come in and keep the program going, to keep the program moving. And when somebody comes in that situation and makes it positive, works from a positive attitude, and to bring positive energy into a negative situation, that's not moving the goalposts. That means the goalposts were constantly moving, and this person made chicken salad out of chicken poop. Chicken bleep. Don't try me on this text line. I'm not the dude. 
Can you imagine? I'm, I'm not the one. I don't know what happens the rest of the text day, but that sort of – no, that's not how things work. That's not how it goes. I, I do – before we get into it, I want to thank Gene Cotter. Uh, he, he actually uh, offered a pair of tickets, but we found somebody who came in, in the did. building, came down on the building, so we're going to pass those tickets on to you. We still have another pair that we're going to give away in the drawing. We do. You do not have to be here at 6 o'clock to win it. Uh, we, if you come in and put it for the next – Three people that come in, put their names in the box, they get a, a ticket T-shirt. It's a good choice. It's like, good, it's a good keep it simple. Come in. A chance at tickets, and you get a shirt. I, I think that's a win-win in my mind. It's a big win to me. That's my. So, Jake, where, where, where do you stand on, on tomorrow's game? Where do you, how do you feel? As, just as a fan, how do you feel about well, it? Well, I, I feel optimistic because Casey Thompson is scheduled to play. He's going to start the game. And I, I just think that when you have your starting quarterback game, whether it's the NFL or I don't, I don't care what level you're in, you just, you just have a different feel going in of we can do this. We can win this game. I mean, Nebraska looked very good against Illinois when they played them and Casey was playing. They, just, they looked like a good football team that had a chance to win. Without him, it's just – and, again, it's understandable with teams playing their backups. You don't always have great backup quarterback play. It's not always the same vibe and the belief in your team and what you're doing, what you're capable of, of, of achieving offensively. So with Casey playing tomorrow, that already makes it a, you know something uh, totally different for Nebraska. Now, he's had some picks this season. He has. But he's also had some big plays. Trey Palmer, Marcus Washington, Travis Vokalek. Um, he's had some nice runs. Doesn't run a ton, but has made has had some runs. Um, so anytime you have your starting quarterback, and he's had some time to heal his body. Now he still has some nerve issues on his on his hand that's going to be concerning. But he hasn't taken the body blows for two and a half weeks. Well, he he he's said did that he needed the rest. Yeah, like he he was beat up, and he said, "Look, I was fatigued. I was sore. My body's beat up. There's a there's a mental." Beat down that happens as well when your body's taking the beating. Like I can speak to that <laughs> recent recent history that that when your health takes a, takes a, when your body's not functioning the way you want and expect it to, that quite frankly mentally you take you 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 take some additional stress to it. What he provides to the rest of the team is almost as interesting as anything else. Right? It, if you're Trey Palmer, you're slightly more than excited uh, about having him back. If you were Marcus Washington, if you're Vokalek, if you're the offensive line who has said, listen, we love, we love blocking for him because we know where he's going to be and we know if we give him an opportunity, he can make plays. Yes, they have to be better at it. This pass rush by Wisconsin, they come from all levels. They come from every location. Uh, Herbig is, is, is an All-American candidate, uh, already in double digits in sacks, uh, leads the league in tackles for loss. They've got three other rushers who have plus, plus four sacks. They bring them from everywhere. They move their defenders around. So the offensive line, once again, has a tremendous opportunity and a great responsibility and taking care of the guy that's supposed to help them win games. Yeah, yeah. And it's necessary. Look, we can talk about Casey Thompson. We can talk about Mark Whipple. We can talk about Trey Palmer. But this game will, 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 will land firmly and directly on the, on the feet and hands of this offensive line. Like, that doesn't change. Big Ten football games in cold weather are about the big guys making a commitment to executing. And there's no excuse. Look, this can't be a situation where they come in and you know, flags are, are being thrown from, from false starts and not being lined up the right way. Yep. This can't be one where you get beat and instead of trusting 
uh, the process. You reach out and grab a player by the shirt and cost this offense 10, 10 yards that they can't afford to give away. Like th- this will land firmly on it. And then on the other side of the ball, look, we know Braylon Allen is a problem. And so Nebraska not only has to be committed to their responsibilities, being in the right place, being in the hole, having your run fits happen, but they've got to finish plays. Look, I said in a I said in a podcast earlier that if Braylon Allen, you find him on his back, that means the Huskers are gang tackling and they have a shot to be successful. But if he's finishing on his elbows, mm-hmm. that means he's getting yards after contact. Yep. He's got a forward lean going. Uh, the, the, that 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 attack at the line of scrimmage is is working in, on in, on Wisconsin's behalf. And if that's happening, then. Graham Mertz becomes a legitimate Big Ten quarterback because you've taken some pressure off him. The linebackers can't get downhill. Uh, the defensive linemen have to have to honor their, their their responsibilities, and he's got free room to step up in the pocket, make his throws because he's really good when they, when he can advance in the pocket and get to the next level and make throws. He's really good at that. But when that pocket is dirty and there are bodies at his feet. Graham Mertz is, is, is a turnover machine. Yeah, he had a, a bad pick six against Iowa last week. Cooper DeGene picked him off, and he was just late on the route. He, he got pressure, but he was late in the route, and DeGene picked it off, read his eyes. And, and again, Mertz has had he has 18 touchdown passes this year, so he's, he's, not, he's not horrible. Everyone always says that Mertz is a bad quarterback. I, I think he's better than people say. And I'm saying, not saying he's good, but he's better than people say. Mm-hmm. But like you said, if there's pressure on him, he can make mistakes. Well, Iowa, Iowa made a point. Iowa said, listen, what we're going to do is we're going to send pressure up the middle. We're going to dirty up the windows that he likes to throw through. He hates the fact that when he gets to – when his back foot plants, if you watch him, if that next step is a large, a long stride, he's going to make a good throw. But if he has to chop that, that, that step forward because he's not sure that he's going to have room, oh, my goodness gracious – all of a sudden, the ball comes out of his hand different. Uh, he becomes sackable. And if he gets hit from behind, he's going to put the ball on the turf. That's what Iowa did to them. And, look, we we aren't going to talk about the great pass rush of Iowa. That's the, Look, they held this offense to 10 points. A pick six, mm-hmm. uh, several you know, were times when Mertz Mer- yeah. just put the ball on, on the floor, on the field. And those are things that Mathis and, and, and Tanner and, and, and Nelson can do. But the problem with that is that normally how Nebraska does that is by getting those, those edge setters upfield. And you can't do that with Braylon. No, no, you can't. You can't give him an, a lane all inside the tackle See ya. to get in that space. Not with these young linebackers who we have. Just don't do that. So there's, there's a lot of things in play. There are a lot of things they're going to have to do well. But if you asked me, is there a way, the answer is yes. This is a 5-5 five and five team. Mm-hmm. This is not the 8-2 the and two Wisconsin Badgers who are, who, who are at the top of the Big Ten West. That's not this team. That's not this they team They had at a all. coaching change. They had a coaching change. Things were, things were not going well. Uh, now, they went and got a former All-American, a guy who knows the program, a guy who's loyal to, to, to the fan base, they got him in and they set him free and said, go in and do what you want. And you know what he said as a, as a defensive coach? I'm going to set the dogs free. 
Like, I've got some pass rushers. I'm going to trust them to get home and make chaos of the things in front of them. And it, it's shown up. It shows up in the numbers. It shows up in the, in, the, in the plays. All that being said, this is not the most talented Wisconsin defense. They don't have uh, game-breaking receivers. But guess what? If Nebraska doesn't tackle, these guys will catch the three-yard play and turn it into a 30-yard play. Nebraska has to tackle. Look, the rules for success aren't going to change for this Nebraska team. It's been the same thing since day one. The two lines are going to have to step up and play well. Play well. And we're not talking about being the best. They don't have to be Ohio State good. They just don't have to suck. (laughs) Like, don't suck. Don't hurt yourself. Like, we've talked about it. As a quarterback, if you protect the quarterback, teams that protect the quarterback in the Big Ten win. They win. Teams that have running games, not only in the first half, but teams that know how to finish the game with their running game in the Big Ten Conference win. So in the second half, look, in the second half, if Grant and and Johnson are out there and they're moving the chains, Nebraska's having a good day. Whoever runs the, the ball the best in the second half will probably win the football game. Whatever quarterback makes the fewest mistakes in giving ending possessions in a negative way. We'll probably win the football. We're not talking the team, the defense that tackles the best. Look, football hasn't changed. It doesn't. It, it becomes more physical or more athletic depending on the conference and the region you play in. But the reality is you got to tackle, you got to take care of the football, and you got to be able to run the dang thing. And that's how you win in the Big Ten. The rules of engagement for, for, for Saturday don't change. The fan base knows what they want. They know what they expect, and when they see it, they know. We'll know early yep. whether Mark Whipple has, has stepped up and said, you know what, I'm going to do the basic things well. We'll know that early, and then we'll know it late, because even if they're winning at halftime, they better figure out how to run the football in the second half. Don't stop. Don't, look, don't, it's going to be cold. Stop the run. It's going to be cold. Look, I – I need to see Trey with two long touchdown passes. No, let's, let's not fool ourselves. That's a part of the persona of a positive Nebraska offense this year. We need to see Casey drop, make two long bombs. One to, you know, I'm, I'm okay if it's one to Palmer and one to Washington. I'm okay if it's Travis Vokalek who takes, catches a slant and beats a safety to the, to, and bangs his head on the, school, on the goalpost. But those big plays are going to be helpful. But to beat Wisconsin, they're going to have to run the football early, in the middle, and late in order to beat Wisconsin. That's kind of where I am with it. We'll toward the break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little NFL and set the table. Set the table. Uh, for Jay Foreman at the top of the hour. And then remember, get down here to Bourbon Street. We're going to give away a pair of tickets. To, if you don't have tickets to tomorrow's game, get down here, get your name in the box. Matter of fact, if you get down here the next couple of people, you're going to get ticket T-shirts. So come on through, come see us, hit us with a what's up down here at Bourbon Street. Eighth and R. Uh, we'll be right back here on 93.7 The Ticket. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.